Hey, what's going on? My name is Lee Hopkins. My pronouns are he, him, his, and you're listening to the Patterns of Possibility podcast. The Patterns of Possibility is all about helping you replace harmful patterns with new possibilities. In each episode, we'll explore topics that inspire confidence, direction, and resilience. In this episode, we're going to explore the idea of thinking against another person. This usually pops up when you don't agree with what someone's saying, or you don't like what someone's saying, or you don't like the person. On its face, it sounds harmless, but really, is incredibly damaging to the connection that you have with the other person. So we're going to explore what it is, how it's done, and what to do instead. Are you ready? Let's go. Have you ever been talking to someone and in the conversation you noticed that they look kind of bored, they look disinterested, or maybe their eyes are throwing daggers at you? This has happened to me so many times, mainly because I'm weird. The way I view the world is sometimes confusing for other people. I get it. I get it. So when I see those eyes, this interest, disdain, I wonder, what's going on inside their heads? What is it? And without fail, they open their mouth and they give me the answer. Many times, they've stated an opinion that competes directly with what I just said. And in my head, I go, hey, they weren't listening. They were thinking against me. When you're thinking against another person, you're mining for as many things as you possibly can find that's wrong with what they're saying. It could be that they got a fact wrong. It could be that they misused a word. It could be that they displayed the wrong feeling to you. Maybe when they were telling their story to you, you were thinking about how you would have done it better. Is disconnecting enough that you're not showing interest in what they're saying? With thinking against others, you take it to another level. Because not only are you spending your energy away from connecting to them by thinking about what they're doing wrong, you're plotting against them. You can't wait to throw all the wrongness that you found right in their face. This is some sneaky underhanded stuff that you would expect from your enemies. Even in the court of law in the United States of America, they tell you that even though you're innocent until proven guilty, anything you say can and will be used against you. You wouldn't expect that from your friends. You wouldn't expect that from your partners. So why do we do it? Several years ago, I made a cross-country road trip. I drove from Ohio to California in four days. I've never been on a journey quite like that. I was recounting my story to someone who has also driven across the country, who's also been on such a long trek. I just couldn't wait to tell him about my story. I told him about how I went up to the northern part of the US and took that road all the way through. Some of the scenery was absolutely breathtaking. I talked about how marvelous it was to be on top of a mountain in Colorado. I saw cornfields for miles upon miles upon miles. I drove through lands that were so flat that I could see the curve of the earth. It was absolutely stunning. 
To this day, I have never seen a sunset as bright and bold as the one I saw while driving through Montana. I remember that trip very fondly. And I couldn't believe that I found someone who did the exact same thing. I wanted to share everything that I did with them. And as I'm talking, I see their eyes doing that thing. I see their face making that face. So I end my story. Well, you should have gone south. See, when I took this journey, I went south. I saw the most beautiful rocks in Arizona, New Mexico. You wouldn't believe your eyes. It was stunning. Next time you go, you should go that way. You should do this. And don't forget to do that. Give yourself more time to rest. You can see more. I went silent. Like, so I, what? Now, just because you went to the bottom part of the US and you saw a bunch of dirt and I traveled on the northern part and I saw cornfields, I did something wrong? I felt so small. You know, I really wanted to connect with this person. I wanted to share stories about how it is on the road. I wanted to talk about how the food is terrible and how you long to eat something that's home cooked instead of buying something from these trucky stations. I wanted to talk about the tourist traps that he may have seen because it's rare that someone drives across the country. At least, I don't know many people who've done that. It would have been nice to make a connection, but instead, it just pushed us further away. Because after that, I didn't want to talk to them anymore. And they probably thought I was a moron for not going south to see a bunch of rocks and dirt. In my story, I was talking to someone that I didn't know very well. So we didn't have much of a connection anyway. So the one we started with was weak and didn't go anywhere. But those of you who have your partners, who have your friends, who have your loved ones connected to you, you may be doing this to them all of the time. Check yourself. When someone's talking to you, what are you focused on? Are you focused on what words they might mispronounce? Something that you don't like that they're going to say? The way they're talking about it? If you said yes to those, you might be thinking against them. I challenge you to shift your mind to mind for something else. You want to look for the subject. Whatever they're talking about, you want to focus on that. And you want to focus on how they feel about the subject. Just those two things. You can definitely connect with them on that level. For me, in my example, it was the road trip and how I had fond memories of it. All you need to do is focus on those things and reflect them back. That's it. You don't have to tell a story of your own. You definitely don't have to tell them how they're wrong about something that's irrelevant. Even though, like I said in one of my other episodes, right-sizing, it's esteeming to be right. It's esteeming to know more. It's esteeming. You feel a little more important. But it's also very disconnecting. And at the end of the day, what really makes us feel good, what really makes us feel whole, is to be connected through understanding each other. I believe that thinking against is something that we've done unconsciously. We've learned it from somewhere. But it's not something that has to stay around. Fortunately, since we learned it from somewhere, we can also unlearn it. There's a better way to build your self-esteem 
and build their self-esteem. It's more connecting and everybody wins overall. I know what I'm saying isn't easy because I'm still working at it. I used to burn holes in people's faces with the way I looked at them. Man, I feel a bit of shame about that, but I really do understand how that experience makes people feel. So I can't say I don't do it at all, but I'm conscious of the fact that it could be there. That's all I'm asking for you. Instead of thinking about what they might be saying wrong, what they might be doing wrong, how in the story you would have done something differently, think about how they have done everything to the best of their knowledge. Think about how excited they are to tell you their story. Think about how awesome it is that they want to share their experience with you. Stay connected to them. Don't think against them. Think again. My name's Lee Hopkins, my pronouns are he, him, his, and you have been listening to the Patterns of Possibility podcast. If you want more content like this, please like, subscribe, and share. Follow me on Instagram. I go live on Thursdays at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. Thanks for listening. Take care.